Okay, so here we've hit tab, started the paper, and this is that heading I was talking about. Is the world going to end? Are the flowers going to bloom in the summer? I don't know, whatever it is, we want to know what's going to happen next. And you have a heading, you only capitalize the first word, or proper nouns, which is why Fort Pillow is capitalized. We allow ourselves to stay curious because we like to believe in the possibility that whatever we're watching or listening to. But pretty soon, he began to feel silly making so many signals to stay out in front. So he skipped one to rest his poor old tired arm. Might have some kind of resolution, some solution, and for a moment we escape the reality that we are in. Just one signal, once. And so we allow ourselves to believe it. Quite just grievances have been going unanswered or unheard, and who therefore have and are in increasing number turning to romantic thoughts of revolution and rhetoric, if not in substance. Am I dreaming? No, I am very much here. So with that in mind, task one. We're going to listen to another radio drama example, but this time I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Just listen to it and see what you can pick up from the dialogue. To do that, you're going to go to references, and if your class is using footnotes, whenever you're at a space where you want to add a footnote, and the first footnote for this one would be right here. Of course, no one of us can say when the combination or the wedding of Persuasive rhetoric combined with uh, deepened frustration will not produce. Whenever you are at a space where you want to add a footnote, you hit insert footnote. If you're using endnote, endnotes, it's the same thing. You just hit insert endnote. No need to push the card back now. They're willing to keep their distance. The captain's conferring with someone. Can't quite see who. Oh, yes, I believe it's Professor Pearson. Yes, it is. Now, now they've parted, and the professor moves around one side studying the object while the captain and two policemen advance with something in their hands. I can see it now. It's a white handkerchief tied to a pole, flag of truce. Now, let me introduce Philip Flugel. He's a star athlete, the president of his class, an honor student, and he has the handsomest profile in school. Just look at it, will you? Uh, if this is the edge of the speaker, I'm liking them like this. So right out near the edge of the surround, near the edge of the spider out here, like this. And they're right basically exact. But what I wanted to show you now is the remaining footnotes. Um, the reason you do the insert footnote is because let's say there's a footnote that goes here. Uh, phase alignment as close as I can get it by looking at it with them, with each other. Now why I do that? Well, Right now he's asking himself why everyone has to go up this side of the street. It's so samey and insert the information for that footnote. And a little bit more of low end, and the mid-range is scooped out a little bit. Now, Flug, as his friends call him, has one little flaw in his character. He is very easily bored. Each one of those microphones has a slightly different tone. One of them is brighter. Insert that footnote, and it automatically changes the number of the phone. So the reason you want to use this insert footnote system is it keeps track of the numbers for you. And then the other one is a little flatter, uh, across the board, less cup in. Can you guess whichever, whichever one's which? Alcoa impacts can literally make your design dreams come true. What are you thinking of at the moment? 
And I'll take those two and put them up in mono in here and listen to them in mono. And then I'll pan them. And changes them both in the footnote and in the text of the paper so that you don't have to keep track of that sort of thing. Um, now make sure you know the rules. So that we have a guitar, uh, a guitar that's actually pseudo-stereo, but yet in fact it is stereo because it's two different microphones, two different transfer curves, two different slew rates, two different all those things, and yet they'll In fact, as you've begun to suspect, the possibilities of the impact art are as broad as your own ingenuity and imagination. They'll lock together perfectly and they'll split apart perfectly. So I always record two mics just to hedge my own. Multiple parts? Combine them into a single impact. Forget about welding and mechanical joint assembly. I didn't learn any different until I went to a black university and began to study black history because it was required for it, not in electric. For example, using the technique of powder metallurgy, impacts can be produced with super heat resisting properties. Not only that, but we also pass out uh, lumps of coal. If you're familiar with that myth, if you've been a bad boy or girl, you get a lump of coal. And went around and decided who was naughty, who was nice. Now, this just looks like a bunch of people in random costumes, but this is what's known as the urban Iditarod. One of the brothers who taught me back in 1947 and 48 about black people was wearing an afro long before it got to be popular today. Um, I have face checkers, so you put the face checker in front of it, click, 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 go in the control room, put it in front of the speaker, it tells you if it's in phase or out of phase. Um, often at my studio, because I have some, I have these BK5s, I have all these weird microphones. One prime advantage of the impact process, whatever the alloy, is that it brings out the best in the metal. Under impact, metal receives maximum working. If you're familiar, the original Iditarod is the Alaskan dog sled race that takes place every year over miles of frozen tundra. Well, San Francisco decided it was time to take the Iditarod to San Francisco, with people dressed up in dog costumes pulling shopping carts through the tourist parts of the city on a Saturday, and stopping at every bar along the way. Uh, some of those BK5s are wired P2 hot, some are wired P3 hot, and never remember them until it's time to do the session. I'm like, oh, uh, but we'll click those out, each one. But I don't worry so much about it, the exact. Went on down in Mississippi after a while and tried to enroll in the University of Mississippi long before James Meredith thought that was a good idea. I don't know whether they let him out of that mental institution down there yet or not, but that's precisely where they put him because black folks weren't supposed to be like that. The man down in Mississippi didn't know how to deal with a black who thought, who was brash enough to think that he had the same kinds of rights and privileges as any other citizen of that state or this country. The result? Impacts have the dense, non-porous structure of wrought products. The grain structure follows the outline of the piece, improving its mechanical properties. In Mark Deary's seminal work on culture jamming, he says, part artistic terrorists, part vernacular critics, Culture jammers introduce noise into the system as it passes from transmitter to receiver, encouraging idiosyncratic... And if you're asking how big is an impact, the answer is up to you. We're producing them in weights from a fraction of an ounce to well over a hundred pounds. If you want larger impacts, we have the know-how, and the equipment can be obtained to turn them out.
And somebody forgot to tell, even after the Emancipation Proclamation, somebody forgot to tell uh, W.E.B. Dwar and Frederick Douglass that they were supposed to be different kind of folks. They were supposed to be subservient and docile and gay. And obviously somebody forgot to tell those nuts about 10 years ago, Martin Luther King and John Lewis and Jim Farmer and Jim Foreman and all the fellows who've been working up to this day, Elridge Cleaver and Stokely Carbacker, somebody just forgot to tell them that that is the way black folks are supposed to operate and be. And since there are no parting lines, no joints, the smooth, bright surface is close to a final finish. Although, of course, if you like, your impacts can be easily printed, painted, or electrochemically processed for whatever special finish you specify. Rope, scared, tortured. Did they sound like they were having fun? Did they sound calm? So that was a snippet from a 1938 radio drama called War of the World, following a reporter at the barn. And what we're hearing is Martians from outer space coming down and attacking everybody and basically just destroying mankind. Jolly. You see, work belief is a difficult thing for me. I don't believe. I must have a reason uh, for, for a certain hypothesis. Either I know a thing, and when I know it, I don't need to believe it. If I, I don't allow myself, for instance, to be, believe a thing just for the sake of believing it, uh, I, I can't believe it. Todd Teachin uh, elaborates by saying, Jam art is centered in a form of cooperative subversion, which attempts to subvert the workings of pre-existing media by transforming the message into its own anti-message. So, I'm going to show you some examples because that's a whole lot of academic jargon. One of the greatest, like one of the best songs of Rolling Stones ever recorded, the mix, the piano, is out there. It's a mono piano on two channels put out there. I didn't know that. Simple, Which song is it? Oh, wow. Yeah, piano is 100% out of phase. It's a mono piano track hooked out of phase. So if you put that track up and hit mono, the, the piano disappears. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's really cool. yeah. I'm going to show you five different images. Write down as many different words, phrases in, I don't know, 20 seconds for each image. Storyline, characters, sound effects, location, mood, atmosphere, you know, anything. Here is the first one. Well, now, you told us that we should regard death as being a goal. Yes. And that the shrink away is to evade life. Yes. What advice? give to people in their later life when able to do this when most of them must in fact believe that death is the end of everything. Although this kind of precision could be problematic, since atomic clocks keep the official time that synchronize devices all over the globe. And then I'll set up um, stations, microphone stations, along that arc. So the microphones themselves sit exactly all on that arc, which means they're in time. Well, you see, I have treated many old people. It's quite interesting to, to watch what the unconscious is doing with the fact that it is apparently threatened with the complete end. That seems like a huge problem. I mean, how do you decide where to place the clocks if just the tiniest change in gravity causes time to slow down or speed up? Uh, 
it disregards it. It life behaves as if it were going on, and uh, so I think it is better for all people to live on, to to look forward to the next day, uh, as if he had to spend centuries with the loudest thing in the room. Now, what's good about that? One unified front across across all the microphones, one unified set of pressure, everything. It basically keeps a lot of flutters and things like that out of your mix. Those noise transportation of Philbert Bagel. Philbert hates his old bike. He refuses to take care of it because his folks will probably give him a new one for his birthday. He can't see any reason for taking care of a heap of junk, even if he made it that way himself. He will in a moment, though. You see, he doesn't know it, but he'll find out that there's not a shred of a break left. One event that has taken on a life of its own that originally came from Santa Con is Burning Man. Many of you have probably heard of the Burning Man Festival, although I know a European audience isn't as familiar. Burning Man is a large festival in the middle of the Nevada desert every year in August that draws up to, at this point, 50,000 people who come and camp out for a week. And then he lives properly. But when he is afraid, when he doesn't look forward, he looks back, he petrifies, he, he, he gets uh, stiff and, and uh, he dies before his time. But when he is living on, looking forward to the great adventure that is ahead, then he lives. And uh, you can get away with uh, a, lot of, a lot of bleed in the mix and still have you know, a good sounding mix without it being... Somebody's We're studying the, the motion of the crust of the earth, plate tectonics, the tides, the polar motion of earth. There are many, many effects that are observed and that can be explained. For instance, in Sweden and Canada, uh, it's rising on the order of one to two centimeters per year. That's quite a lot. And on another part of our planet, uh, there's actually a downward land movement. So somewhere it's going up and somewhere it's going down. Where is he? Just point at him. It's okay. Point at him. Right. Where is he? He's right there, right? So that means when I'm here and he's right in front of me. Now, are his symbols way over here? Are his symbols way over here? Are his toms way over here? And that is about what the unconscious is intending to do. Of course, it's quite obvious that we are all going to, to die and this is the, the sad finale of everything. Um, but nevertheless, there is something in us that doesn't believe it. Apparently, but this is merely a fact, a psychological fact. And such effects, of course, change everything, like the global sea level, uh, earthquakes, uh, they change even the rotation of the earth, and much more. I mean, this is all things that we do to make to spread things out. I totally get that, and it totally makes sense. Uh, symbols being very wide in the stereo field clears the center for vocals and things like that. Natural hazards and construction of major structures like bridges and roads. If atomic clocks were used in this field, they could, in theory, give you height measurements that are sensitive to just one centimeter, a level of accuracy GPS is not capable of. And because current methods utilize GPS and a gravimeter for determining gravity at a single point, it doesn't always give you a clear picture of what's going on. 
proof doesn't mean to me that it proves something. It is simply so. For instance, I may not know why we need salt, but we prefer to eat salt too, because you feel better. And so when you think in a certain way, you may feel considerably better. And I think if you think along the lines of nature, then you think properly.